This is episode number 80 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous colleague Sarah Fade. Hello. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. Can you believe we're into episode number 80? No. <laughs> moving up. Soon no. we have to we have to start planning our 100th episode That's extravaganza. Crazy. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's jump right into um, into our uh, segments. Who would like to go first? Doesn't matter to me. Okay, I feel like you're pointing at me. No, okay, if you want to know. <laughs> you go. Nicole, what do you have for us this week? Go first, Nicole. Okay, it's <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> so this is like kind of like a hot topic, hot button issue. Um, Weight <laughs> Watchers. Weight Watchers, which is now just branded as like a WW, like they dropped the weight. Like the word weight out oh, of it. Oh, so you like, made a funny. No. Oh. You said you dropped the weight. Uh, they dropped the weight. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, they came out with a new app for children. Oh, wow. Ages 8 to 18. And, you know, predictably, there are people who are for it and then people who are very much against it. Sure. So the people who are for it or like the, the arguments like for being for it. Um, there's a Time article that I'll just like read from. Um, so they say almost 30% of American teenagers, so 16 to 19, have tried to lose weight, and nearly 20% of kids ages 2 to 19 qualify as obese, according to government data. And then obesity is associated with chronic conditions, including type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer. Kids who have obesity are likely to continue struggling with their weight as they age, um, underscoring the need for interventions that start young. Um, so it's called CURB is the app and um it goes by a system it's like the stoplight system so there's the green yellow and red foods and this came out of like a study that like a 30 year long kind of initiative and study from stanford university in suny buffalo mm-hmm. yeah. and um so it's like green foods are the ones you can eat all the time red, uh, yellow foods are like in moderation and then red foods like stop and think about eating this food before you eat it mm. and i don't know if any of you have done watches weight watchers before i have i started when i was 15 like okay. on and off like um so that's a, almost half my life and it's a, they give you um so many red light foods which is kind of like equivalent to how the weight watchers point system works okay. mm-hmm. so that in itself is a lot of people are pretty much okay with that idea mm-hmm. of like obviously i don't think anyone is ever arguing that it kids just eat whatever they want you know what i mean like of course you want to like choose an apple to you know what i mean over some other like options that you might have available but then um obviously the people who are against it um think that this is um like eating disorders are the third most common chronic condition in teenagers following obesity and asthma so they think this is going to be something that kind of triggers that Mm. um a doctor uh, a clinical psychologist who has been working um with treating eating disorders strongly recommends that parents decouple the idea that healthy diets and exercise lead to weight loss. So it's one thing to like see your kid eating an apple and just encourage that. If they're not losing weight, don't worry about the weight so much. And in the app, they do ask the kids like a height, weight, and their goals. So all these people are like, take the weight part out of it. Just yeah. encourage the healthy eating and encourage yeah, exactly. the movement. And don't worry about the weight. They Even on the website, they do have like before and after pictures of mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. 
which I'm not like a psychologist, dietitian. I have no, besides my own experience, anecdotal experiences. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting to see before and after on weight loss. And they also, um, you know, during pubescence, prepubescence, it's normal for your body to fluctuate and weight and like all tight, all kinds of things. So, you know, just be cognizant of that. So it's really interesting, like reading, um, both sides and what people and like and there's some other um, articles I read that parents who you know put their kids on it and who so far it's works quote-unquote work you know what I mean whatever like they like the results that have come of it they say their children are happy um but I think that's interesting but um kind of bring it back around to the library even here though we do have a lot of programs where Coral Cooperative comes mm-hmm. in and works with the kids about um, healthy eating and they make a salad. They make like a quinoa salad. I went in once and it was like, it smelled delicious. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It was nice. So we do that. With, right now we have our farm to table museum, which is all about healthy eating. You know, you can go in there and there's a whole, all the books on the wall about healthy eating. We have the hydroponic garden that we started. That's very cool. The hydroponic yeah. garden. Let me so, tell you. Yeah. So that like, just seeing like plant, like just seeing all these things that you mm-hmm. can eat that are like healthy eating. Um, We have a lot of, active programming like moving and grooving dance um yoga you know even just the nature explorium we encourage them to run around even inside like no running but you know we still want them to play (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. be active so i do think that the library is still like a place to consider like being healthy and uh, having like healthy options even for the staff Mm -hmm. we have a wellness committee you know where we have like cornell comes in and shows us like healthy options and we have our little herb garden and stuff like that um and then there was it's from 2017 but there's a washington post article which will obviously link um and it's about healthy eating with kids like parents and kids sitting down and like books that um are all about healthy eating and they even give you some ideas like so if you you know take out the alphabet salad um book go ahead and like make food with like you know do all the foods like with your kids talk about like the healthy foods and read the book and show them which i thought was a really cute idea and i checked and there's only like two that we don't have so i'm gonna order them okay. but i will put mm. like the link up to it there i just thought i feel like um it's gonna be like talked about it i sure. think you know it's gonna we're gonna start hearing more and more about it because it's a i think it's a, it's a, a hot button issue you sure. know people We're- have people come into this topic with very strong feelings and even like several episodes back I talk about the whole like body positive movement right the fat positive mm-hmm. movement so a lot of obviously those activists those people I have a very strong opinion against this and but other people are and like it's also like the parents own kind of thing going on that they think their kids should look a certain way mm-hmm. and like you know and there's even articles uh, you hear a lot of stories about like even the health like medical professionals kind of ignoring some symptoms because someone is plus size or their bmi reads obese and they're like we'll just lose weight just lose weight and it happened to turn out to be a very Something serious yeah. illness mm-hmm. and nothing to do with it so i think this whole thing is very pervasive in a lot of different areas and um and i think this is going to be something that parents are going to hear about and like have opinions about and stuff so where, where do you sit on this uh um i i think that that it app isn't necessary i do think that um just having healthy conversations with your kid a lot of the parents that wrote about um the positive aspects of it or that i think the app is good is because it became the responsibility or the pressure or whatever the way the children looked at them like they weren't the bad guy saying no you can't mm-hmm. eat that chocolate bar because what else it come, uh, comes with so you get you have the app where you're tracking what you're eating and then you have a coach that you like talk to once a week and then you have like a virtual coach okay or whatever so that's like so they're kind of 
it puts it on them to be the ones to tell your kid to be like, oh, why don't we rethink this? Why don't, you know? So there's an actual person. fee yeah, to this yes, now. This isn't just like a, no. my fitness pal. This is right. a serious, this yeah. is a product by Weight Watchers. Yeah, so it's $25 a month. Wow. Yeah. So I think, you know, it. whatever the child had heard the parents saying about themselves perhaps, or you know what I mean? Like, you know, I think... So maybe it, it is helpful to have another person that's not the mom or not the dad or not whoever, you know, being like, don't eat that. Sure. It's coming from someone else who doesn't even necessarily see you. You know what I mean? Like they're virtual or whatever. You can pay an even higher fee to have video coaching where you do oh see them. Goodness. So I'm not sure if that, <sighs> I don't know really why you might do that. Anyway, either way. Um, so saying like, hey, why don't we like look at this from another angle? Why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? Um, so th- that might be helpful. But I think if you start young enough as just encouraging the healthy habits. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not I like uh, the once in a while when I go back to like regular television because I like my Netflix and like Hulu and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like food commercial, food commercial, food yeah. commercial, car commercial, food commercial, food, like constantly and like any day you're driving down like middle country road or portion they're building a new fast food place they're building a new this it's easy and parents are working it's like it's such a huge kind of like problem i guess and like Mm -hmm. it's so pervasive in so many different aspects of life it's hard so maybe some i i my thing is i don't think that they should put if they do have an app, I think the weight portion doesn't need to be there. It should be the he- just healthy it eating. It should just be healthy eating, healthy eating yeah. choices. And, and you know, food diaries are good. I think a lot of times people do say they have su- success or it's, it is good to see kind of like what you're taking in, um, you know, especially people are busy and whatever. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying tracking isn't necessarily is bad. But I don't think weight, especially for children whose weight will fluctuate and do whatever over time and as they're growing and changing, um, I don't think that's necessary. But the healthy eating and the, you know, getting active, I think, is always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah. When I was when I was seven years old and I'd go to Italy for the summer, mm-hmm. I was skin and bones. Evidently, I looked so bad that people were worried that I was sick. Yeah. So I said, no worry, next time I'll gain weight. And I never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just those little things yeah. that like you, like as an adults, we say like offhanded and we don't realize how much it might impact children. Yeah, sure. And, you know, so I think it's like a lot of changing and like the diet and beauty industry is a billion dollar industry you know god forbid we woke up one day and like the way we looked Mm. they would all go out of business so it's in their best interest to make us and if they could start younger then you know start young with good habits good eating habits and then when you get older you just you're not interested in the bad things right you just want to stick with the good things yeah it's hard though it's hard but yeah Mm. i thought it was an interesting topic so excellent and uh yeah so we have those books and we have you know check out our programs and stuff great we'll put those in the show notes thank you so much nicole Mm -hmm. sarah what do you have for us this week? Um, well, to go with our focus segment a little bit, and also okay. uh, the Take a Trip that's going to happen on September 22nd. It is the Elephant's Trunk Country Flea Market trip. I want to go. Which is very popular. It's <laughs> in New England, and that has over 500 vendors um, <clears throat> on the East Coast, and then you get to buy all these sorts of good antiques and stuff like that. So Nice. If you want to be part of our garage sale for yeah, the friends okay. mm-hmm. and get rid of some of your stuff, or if you want to go look for some stuff, sure, we do have some um, antique and collectible books here at the library for um, people to check out. Nice, because um, we do have the, also have the Eddie Costello road trip 
uh-huh. program that's also mm-hmm. quite popular. And um, just to go over um, a few things, this is Warman's Antiques and Collectibles 2018 edition. Actually, it's 51st edition, year 2018. But I picked this, and look, it's a Walt oh, Disney poster, right? Very nice. So if you want to take this on page 351. <laughs> so, uh, Sal, how much yes. do you think? Tugboat Mickey, 1940, one sheet poster on linen. How much do you think? On linen? Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like oh, a... Oh, so it's an actual, yeah. Um, yeah, 1940. 1940, I mean... It um, says it right there. Go right maybe. I'm not, I can't see it. <laughs> <this. laughs> like, he's Sal. 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 He can't see that he far. He can't see that far. <laughs> he's old. Um, I I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I have $500. You would be snored. It is $9,560. No. Wow. So if someone out there has an authentic Walt Disney poster from the 40s, you are in luck in case you want to sell it. And this Pinocchio Geppetto animator's maquette. Guess how much that goes for? Oh, that's probably that's probably worth a lot of money. So it's just mm-hmm. to describe it. It's a uh, statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that made out of wood? Do you okay, think? Okay, look carved. Carved wood and it painted mm-hmm. very nice. It looks like something that the animators used. Nine inches high. Um, let's say that's. Um, I'm gonna say that's twenty thousand dollars. What do you think? <laughs> um, I'll go. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, t- ten thousand. This only goes for two thousand three hundred. Wow. Who knew? See, so is there more of those? Like, wait, wait a second. So the yes, thing that's yeah. made by hand compared but to the thing. But there's more of them. Oh, I see. All right. Well, this is rare. That's rare. It's rare. But there's more of them than the linen posters. Linen posters. Is that like how? it doesn't say? Like, how does you know how how do you uh, define how much it's worth? Well, the experts. The experts do. Yeah, you got to leave it up to the. We have those programs. Yeah. yeah. This is a figural. Planters and vases <laughs> book, right? Okay. Now we all go to garage sales, right? Mm-hmm. And you all see these ugly little ceramic figurines, <laughs> and you go, "Oh, porcelain!" And you yeah. go, "Who the heck?" Yeah, and they're. And then I always think to myself, "I bet you that's worth a lot of money because yes. they're so ugly, right?" So what did you pick? <laughs> so how much? All the boots; those are popular. Do you think it is a little ceramic thing of a bowling ball, ball <laughs> yes. and three pins? With three pins, it's ceramic. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, the bottom looks like it might be wood that yeah. was lacquered oh, over, right, right, so right. it's sitting on top mm-hmm. of it. Um, I don't know. I would say one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, three thousand. Oh. <laughs> okay. It is twelve bucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Man. I still think that's about eleven dollars <laughs> and seventy-five cents too much. That's what I'm saying. It's Nicole like, and I are bringing the I bringing guess. the big money to. Well, the, I think you you guys got surprised by the distance. Yeah, so of this. now everything's high. The, but you know the thing with these though, they're not marked, so they're just yeah. Like literally, if you went to a garage sale and you just saw this cute little dog, mm-hmm. like twenty-five bucks. Wow. They're saying it's worth. And and they're probably someone's probably selling that for two dollars. Yeah. 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 So if you in case, but they do have some stuff that that you know some brands that are very popular. Mm. Like uh, I can't think of any, but um, this book will tell you. Yeah. So if you have some stuff that you have and you're like, I don't know if this is worth anything, come down check it out because you might be sitting on a little bit of. Uh, that was my favorite. I used yeah. to come home from school, yeah. high school, and watch Antique Road Show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. The people were like, "Whoa, this is so much money!" Yeah, this piece I tried to get my attic. Um, so this is this is fun to flip through. It's Star Wars. It has one thousand collectibles in it. Wow! From all over, and while it doesn't really sort of give you a price guide, I think mm. this is this person's personal collection from all over the world. Oh, okay. So if you like look at it, 
This guy has like everything. He has Heinz, <laughs> Star Wars, tomato sauce cans. Wow. And a bacon package. How much does he say? How much they're worth? No. Uh. But he does say like how much he paid for it. Uh, and, yeah. You know, like and how rare it is and and all this stuff. But there's some like. Every time I think of this stuff, how awful I think the fact that I had most of the figures. Uh, right. That's. I had yeah. the Millennium Falcon, the X-Wing, and I just totally destroyed it and just. You know, you don't know what you have, so let's go. Exactly. All right, Jabba the Hut ceramic cookie jar. Because when you want cookies, <laughs> you want to get it out of Jabba the Hut's belly. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so you know, but if you're into Star Wars, we have a book for you. We have comic yeah. books, we have coins. I have a printout here because I I like to collect uh, silver quarters because they're kind of oh, rare. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, cool. yeah, so I have I have a few, but um, so what do you think? Uh, okay, so a coin. 1957. Okay. How much do you think it would be worth? It has to have like some sort of defect on it, but let's just say. Uh, and it's a quarter. A quarter. So it's definitely not worth a quarter. <laughs> like ten cents. I'm gonna say a dollar fifty. One hundred eighty no. to two hundred and twenty dollars. Wow. Yeah. Because that's pure silver. Is that how? Is that the reason? Well, why? yeah. And then, uh, well, some like have um. Some quarters are made with a typo, so I think there was one and it had a five, but then it had an S stamped over, so it was a double stamp, oh. and it was not worth a lot. Oh. Yeah, but like this, this right here, this is a quarter from eighteen twenty three, and that you think that would be worth like a lot? Yeah, and it's not. It's like up to a hundred bucks. Okay, which I'd be like, oh, that's that's a lot because yeah. maybe it's not as pure. Yeah, but this story. one, it doesn't give you a uh, oh. Seventeen ninety six, ah, well, yeah. and that's worth up to ten thousand dollars. Wow! So, if you're sitting on that, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But and, and we have stamps and in uh, a lot of um, collectible train cars. People who collected like little, you know. Cool. I always like admire people who have like the patience to do that. Yeah. To, like go to these places and really look and like learn about it. And, yeah. Like, oh, I don't have the patience. So I mean, between that and the garage sales that are going on and yeah. like yeah, our taking sure. trip. Or your own hidden you treasures. Hidden might. treasures. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. We have the books for you to estimate what your treasures are worth or yeah. your junk. You know, it's funny, uh, Sarah. Just this past week, I was at the Strasburg Antique Market mm. in Stra Strasburg, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. It's it's a modern building, you know, modern built, but mm -hmm. it's uh, consignment based. So everyone has a little section to put all their yeah. antiques out. And I found and I purchased an original 1971 pre-opening Walt Disney World postcard. Oh. And interestingly, it was only $4. Uh -huh. Was it, it like it, a replica? It was, no, it was an original. Oh. It was an original. It was only $4, um, which is <laughs> funny because those are usually like $4 for a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to yeah. bring it? Are you going to get it assessed? You yeah, should. I'll, I'll, maybe I should. Yeah. yeah. There was, um, in, in one of the books, there was uh, an, like a children's gold jewelry and it was um, of Minnie Mouse. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you, know, you probably get it at the, the gift store or whatever, but it yeah. was like from 1970s and it's like over $200 Amazing. Now. And I'm like, oh, really? Amazing. <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah. So we'll put all that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And thank you very much, Sarah. Sure. And for our focus segment this week, very happy to have Tracy Lestella in the studio. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. Uh, Tracy is the assistant director of the Middle Country Public Library. Yes, yeah, so assistant director for youth services. 
really happy to be uh, in this position. Yes, and thank you for coming down (laughs) and uh, and joining us here at uh, the podcast. Um, You're going to talk about something really great that's coming up uh, shortly. It's the Friends Garage Sale, and it's going to be on Saturday, September 14th here in Center Reach. But before you get into that, tell us a little bit about who are the friends of the library. Sure. Um, So the friends are a really fun group of people. Um, They actually started back in 1994, and they are a 501c3 organization um, that really supports the library. So they, you know, foster closer relationships with the community, between the library and the community. They support library functions and resources. Um, This past year, they've given us uh, prize money for Island Idol. Uh, They assisted with uh, the Women's Expo. Nice. They uh, do email and phone call reminders for the library budget vote, and they also help to fund some of the prizes for the Adult Summer Reading Club this year. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. They've also done a couple things with some things that are actually out on the floor. Is that right? Like the yeah. piano, right? Is that yes. something of the Friends? Yeah, so have... the piano in Center Each was donated by the Friends. The dollhouse that everyone loves sure. in the early childhood area, which has been around forever, that mm-hmm. was actually donated by the Friends. Um, they have a Friends bench out in the Nature That's Explorium right. as well. That's right. So you'll see their little plaque everywhere um, through the library, both Center Each and Selden. That's great. Now, if someone wants to get involved with being yes. a friend, of the library obviously you could uh, from everything that you said it's a wonderful organization yes. it really supports what we do here mm-hmm. how, how would someone go about doing that so there's a couple of different ways to do that um, they can just come on down to a meeting our meetings are on the second Tuesday and the next one's in September it's on September 10th I believe okay, that is yes. um, and then the they're the second Tuesday of March, June, September, and December. So they could come to a meeting and get involved that way. They can get a membership form at um, at the library. They can just go ask a library staff member and they can get it for them. But they can also go on to the f- library's website, um, to the Friends webpage, and they can sign up online too. Great. We'll put a direct link in the show notes so folks can click on it right away. Oh, great. Yeah. Thank you. So the Friends, they do have two big events during the year. Yes. Right. The, they have the, the, the book sale. The book sale. Which is yes. actually twice, right? Yes. Twice a year, the April book sale. April and November. April mm-hmm. and November. And now this one that's coming up very shortly, which is the garage sale. Yes. Which people hear that and they wonder, you know, what what is this garage thing? Yes, <laughs> so what exactly. is the, what is the garage sale? So it's uh we, we kinda changed things up last year and it was really successful. So we're gonna do the same thing as last year. It's uh like you had said, September fourteenth, the rain dates on the twenty first. We open it up to the community. So the community can come in and rent parking spots in the center at the center each building. Um, one parking spot's twenty dollars, and two parking spots is thirty five dollars. Very affordable. Very, very nice. affordable. Yeah. You can get rid of your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> other, you know, other people might find it to be their treasure, and so people can sign up for garage sale spots in in different ways. Also, they can come in and get a form and fill it out and pay by check, or they can go online again on the, the friend's webpage and pay online too. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's so, really good. So when is the cutoff date on for our listeners who might be interested in getting a, a parking spot? So we just extended it a little bit longer. So now people have until September 6th okay. to sign up. And 
you know, it's not a hard deadline. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just to, to let everybody know. We do um, try and accommodate anybody that wants to come in, um, you know, just realizes they have a lot of stuff in their garage they want to get rid Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Um, we do ask that if you do sign up, um, you're aware that you need to bring your own tables. Um, you need to take care of, you know, your own items, bringing them in and taking them away. So there is that part of it. But it's a really great sale. Last year we had hundreds upon hundreds of people come and nice. buy things. So it's, you know, a good way to have more people coming to your garage sale than just you normally exactly, live in front of your house. Yeah. The draw is that folks mm -hmm. who are interested in this kind of thing, and you mentioned something about antiques. We're, we're talking, we talked about antiques earlier on the show. Okay. You know, it's a great opportunity to have that centralized here at the, at the library. So you can yes. see a whole bunch of people. Yes, definitely. And great. people bring all different types of things. They, I even found some good things last year that I ended up buying too. Nice. I got myself a new yoga mat, so you Very never good. know what you're going to find. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So we'll put everything in the show notes so so folks can get to it uh, easily uh, as far as information on signing up. Mm -hmm. But again, that is the 14th. And what time is that going to be? Uh, it's from 9.30 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. 1.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. And if it's raining, check us out on the 21st. Which exactly. Is yes. Excellent. Yes. No rain. No, no rain. rain. No, no. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tracy, Thank you so much for coming down to the studio. Okay, thank you. Okay, that does it for another episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website. Nicole? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Podbean one? Sure. What's, what is that one? <laughs> it's like it's, Podbean. Uh, MC, mcplpodcast.com. Oh, that's it? That's it. Oh, yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah, or you can uh, visit our regular website, which is mcplibrary.org forward slash podcast. Okay. With an S. Yes, with an S, uh, where you can see all our older episodes and read our show notes. Or if you want to email us, if you have an idea for a show, or if you heard us say something and you want to comment on it, yeah. uh, then email us at podcast at mcplibrary.org. So... For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo, and we'll see you on the next show.